Hello and welcome to Beyond the Real right here on Mountain 91.5. Literally a show that this song describes perfection. So humble around here. Um, Yeah, really. So this song, Perfection, is prominently featured in one of the movies that came out this previous week, Smallfoot, and who's singing right now, if you can guess it, is... Channing Tatum. I've got it written down right now. Yeah, it's Channing Tatum. Wait, is it Channing Tatum? Yeah! Good work, Colin! <laughs> Woohoo! I don't know how you guessed Colin, that. You are on another level from the rest of us. Yeah, yeah honestly. Yeah, way, way below. But anyways, this is Beyond the Real. I'm Kyle. I'm TJ. And I'm Colin. And we're going to talk about the movies that came out this previous weekend and a lot more. But to start off, we're going to jump right into one of the movies that came out this previous weekend, Night School. Night School stars Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, which sounds like something Patrick would ask if it's an instrument to to me. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Jesus. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, you, you, you just knocked yourself down a peg to our level. <laughs> uh, oh, well, darn. I, could, I couldn't stay up there for long. But anyway. Not, uh, it gets cold up there. It's okay. <laughs> Night School involves Kevin Hart losing his job as a grill salesman and Mm. in order to get a new job he has to enroll in night school to get his ged which he never previously got because he never graduated from high school and tiffany haddish plays his teacher and she does physical comedy very very well and kevin hart does kevin hart comedy pretty well in a movie that's about as average as you can ask for what what's the what what would be the, like the grade point average here? The GPA for night school is probably a roughly two point three. Okay, oh, so enough to graduate. I have no proof for that, but I was going to guess two point three. Obviously, you guys are on the same level. Yeah, we're, we're just, the theme for today's episode is levels. Levels, <laughs> just the word levels. Whatever you can glean from that. Perfection in levels. Yeah, yeah. Night night school graduates, but it could have graduated cum laude or higher with the cast that it has because outside of its two leads it's also got the guy that plays the party captain in the one episode of the office it also it's got uh the girl that plays uh chloe o'brien in 24 and apparently she's a comedian and she's pretty funny and i don't know any of their names and i feel bad about that but the cast is really talented and the the best laughs it gives are really obvious laughs Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish have really good chemistry with one another. They play off of each other very well, but the script feels often like it could have been better suited to a TV series rather than a movie because Mm. there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens throughout that would have had a lot more impact if it had been broken up a little bit. All in all, it's if you're just looking for a fun night out while doing something, night school would be for you, but... It's uh, it's not very memorable. I think I don't remember a ton of the dialogue or lines or anything like that after leaving the theater. But it's a good time. It really is. If you like Kevin Hart, and at this point you've formed your opinion of Kevin Hart, then uh, you will you will like Night School. And if you like Tiffany Haddish, you'll like Night School as well. That's that's what I think. It's not a not an A student by far, but far from a failing student. Yeah, not a not a movie that have to go to night school to pass the GED, is it? Guys, you're gonna need to like like slow down a little bit here. I'm not sure I can keep up with this level. Of <laughs> I'm sorry, TJ. I'll try and tone it back. Yeah, get on my level, please. <laughs> there it is, the theme. See, the the movie actually was pretty successful though uh, in its first weekend. It already exceeded its budget. So, I mean, aside it, from it didn't though. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong number. Okay, well, next weekend it, it definitely will. Oh, absolutely. F F for me. F for me. Uh, going down a level in math, at least. yeah um but yeah it, it'll succeed um and it's interesting to see the the user 48 what do you think uh is the reason it's like a 48 because it's there's nothing in it that would make me rate it above like a six maybe mm-hmm. and i'm i don't think the way that i understand the rotten tomatoes numbers work is the 
percentage is based on the number of critics and or reviewers who rate it a six out of ten or higher. Mm-hmm. And I think the audience number is probably at forty eight because many people give it a five. Because, in my opinion, that's kind of where it lands. It's kind of it's kind of in the middle. It's not uh, it's not something that you're gonna remember all that fondly. Mm-hmm. Although, one of the one of Kevin Hart's peers has a terrific line that I will add into my phraseology when he says, "And that's what's up." <laughs> Dang, yeah, he told me about that. He like yeah. says it several times, right? Yeah, he says he says it many times, and I'm gonna I'm gonna seal that. That's the that's my favorite thing to come out of night school, but. That one line. Yeah. That one line. And that's what's and, up. Yeah, that's what's up. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Colin, you're the only one about to say it. Ouch. <laughs> are, are we making your dream come true? <laughs> My dream is me saying it. I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, but dream I, ruined. But, dream but, I, but I, I appreciate the support, and I do think that it's not because they're rating it, like, super poorly. It's because they're rating it, like, super averagely, you know? And critics, I, I think that... A lot of the reviews that I read after seeing the movie were more disappointed in the film's potential not being realized than they were at it actually being like a bad movie. Mm-hmm. I think that could be part of it because thirty percent is a pretty low number. Is it uh, because it's PG thirteen and not rated R? No, I don't. I don't think it could have. I don't think being rated R would have changed it that much. I think it could have benefit. I, I think I said this earlier. It could have benefited from just a longer time to tell its story and maybe even a different format. You know, uh, interestingly, interestingly enough, I didn't watch it myself, but I know someone who did, and uh, apparently they say like the, um, you know, soft a n word a couple times in this movie. Oh, it's more than a couple. Yeah, which is interesting that that can be in a PG thirteen movie. I didn't really know that. Yeah, I was, you, I'd I'd forgotten about that. That I was very surprised. I think the last film that came under fire for that was Django way back in. 2012 i mean that was also like hard r yeah in context brutally used i mean this is much more like casual social you're right you're right the con- the context matters but i guess the context in this is that it's okay and it's for you know it's pg-13 audiences if that's if that's the way that the mpa is going it's the way that 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 it's going I just forgot about that, and I I do remember being really surprised that it was PG-13 and hearing that a couple times. I think it was, like, three or four in total. It's, he doesn't, it's only said by, it's only said by the one character, ironically, the same, it's the same guy that says, so that's what's up. (laughs) What a guy. (laughs) Pushing the envelope. Oh. (laughs) In comedy and in writing. So that's what's up. (laughs) Uh, There you go. Night school. Night school. So, uh, unless you have anything else to say about it, I don't school. have anything else to say. Uh, if you've seen the trailers and you like what's in the trailers, you'll probably like what's in the movie. If you like Kevin Hart, if you like Tiffany Haddish, you'll probably like it. But if you're not super over enthusiastic about them, maybe, uh, maybe there, maybe there's something else that's coming out that'll be worth your time a little bit more. And maybe that movie is the next movie that uh, came out. Yeah, maybe it's Hellfest. Probably not. But maybe. Probably going going from comedy to like a, a slasher f- film. Yeah, I don't know if uh, I don't know if you're gonna want that. Um, but anyway, Hellfest is another slasher fic. I say another like they're they're a thing that we've been getting a lot of. Um, that was only you know in that time period. But yeah. anyway, yeah. We, it's a slasher flick in which the slasher is like dressed up in a mask in a park where everybody's dressed up in masks, so nobody really knows that supposed to be afraid of them and that's the whole gimmick um which is pretty interesting because it's got some some new angles on that so like you've got them slowly approaching but instead of being helpless and like like screaming like the, the kids are like oh hey uh stop it stop you're being scary yeah you, you're not fooling me i'm not scared and he like straight up kills a guy in front of you and you're like so that's what's up it's part of the act <laughs> you just, just, you're not scaring me and just killed a dude so that's pretty hardcore. Um, do they realize, like, after he starts, like, killing the dude? Or does it take a second? There's a lot of denial in this movie. Um, Even when it happens right in front of them? Yeah. It's like, it's, you know, they're all young. They're, they're not real. I call them kids, but they're probably, like, a couple years older than me. Um, uh, but, yeah, they're like, they all want to look cool in front of their friends. So they're like, hey, I, that looked really real. But, like, man, 
I wasn't that scary. Like, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> so, Dang, man. Yeah. Come on. 2.3. Like, <laughs> meanwhile, this this killer is, like, wearing a really nondescript mask while he's, like, staring at them saying that. So you can kind of, like, project on him there. He's like, come on, man. I'm really, really putting myself out there here. <laughs> you know, the, the, it's, he just wants recognition. It, sounds, it sounds like the premise of the movie is, like, especially made to embrace the stupid horror movie protagonist trope. Yeah, kind of. There's, there's not, like, a whole lot of, like, I don't think that connection is really utilized to its full ex- fullest extent here. But it is it is kind of funny at times. This isn't a very scary movie. Um, uh, there was, like, I mean, there's people getting killed on screen, so obviously that might make you a little queasy. Is it rated R? It is. Uh, okay. Yeah. There's the F word in this one. Also a lot of blood. But mostly the F word. That's the more R-rated thing, apparently. More than the N word. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, it, it was it was pretty mediocre, to be honest. Overall, I, I know I just like talked a lot about the characters and their psychological um, journeys through the movie, but <laughs> like there wasn't really a heck of a lot of that. All of the acting was really grating. Really, really grating. The characters were super annoying. Like, oh my god, I wanted to leave. Wow. Um, except for the one guy, he was pretty cool. I don't want to like give too much, uh, <laughs> like information on which character is which because a lot of them die. I don't want to tell you which Aww. ones die. Uh, Dang, I didn't know anyone died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the the guy. Spoiler. Um, spoiler. The main girl, the guy she likes, is like. He's he's played up to be this like Casanova like he's he's the best best of the best top man and he's just like super awkward and shy and he's really endearing compared to the rest of the cast who's like overacting like crazy it's I'm, I'm I mean I've already expressed how annoying that was to me but the one guy was really cool he seemed like a cool guy I can <laughs> I can be awkward and I know what that's like you know I I almost want to see a horror movie where it's one person is just super wholesome. Yeah, he is. He's great. He's the wholesome one? Okay. Yeah. Like, there's just the guy like, I just want the best for everyone. You know? Even even you guy who's dressed in a mask. I, I want the best for you. And the mask yeah. guy's like, actually kind of gracious. He's like, thanks, dude. Thank you. <laughs> for a moment. And then he's like, huh, now yep. that's what's up. <laughs> now that's what's up. Let me tell you. <laughs> so, is it um, better than The Nun? Well, it's good that they're I, on the same level, though. On on my way out of the movie, I was telling you guys that it was better than The Nun, but mm-hmm. The Nun was a long time ago, uh, and I definitely do remember being legitimately scared more times during The Nun than but for good reason. Hellfest, like yeah, was it cheap? I think scares? so. Well, it's mostly because The Nun herself is like like a really imposing figure. It's super scary. It was like what they use in the ads and stuff, and that's like effective on its own so like but that's not i I don't really think that hellfest was necessarily trying to be scary it's just kind of a slasher movie Mm -hmm. um and at that i'd say it's right there in the middle where it belongs at the 50 percent user reviews 54 percent. there it is nice um so yeah if that if, if you're looking for that this season then that's that's the one it's got some really cool sets because it's like like a big old park of haunted houses and it's really interesting to see the kind of stuff they do because they do get really creative it's like they're like actual haunted houses that you'd be like hey i want to go to that mm-hmm. that seems like a fun time as long as there's nobody with the he's gonna get, get, kill me with the syringe the idea of a traveling horror night is kind of interesting yeah i kind of the the park is seems way too like established and like everything is really built and structured for it to be traveling. Uh, I don't know if it's supposed to be traveling. Maybe it is. Maybe they said that in the movie. I have no idea. I, th- I think I saw that in like a it was like a line of dialogue in a trailer or some traveling horror. And I don't I don't know though. But I just I just think that's an interesting idea if somebody were to try like impl- to, to like implement that. Yeah, they'd only get business once a year though. You know. That's true. Yeah, it makes me also wonder if like a real person has tried to do this thing with like a, a haunted house or whatever. Hmm. It's got to, it probably would know because that'd be like really easy to sensationalize. Yeah. I feel like we should know about it. You know, it'd be a big thing. 
maybe we'll get an imitator now. That's not a that's, that's not a that's not really a good. scary thought. It's not good. <laughs> I hated every word that just came out of wow. my mouth. Uh yeah. If you're uh you know, unstable, let's not watch this movie. Let's not Yeah. But if you're if you like good scares, you can go check out I mean that's yeah. for that's the thing with any horror movie though. Like anything that has overt like violence or gore is gonna you know adversely affect yeah certain people i mean it's not this specific movie that right. you know would ha- they have a problem with man i don't want to go into this anymore let's let's jump out of this rabbit hole and go into something a lot more Whee! wholesome yeah just like that, that. Was the sound of me jumping out <laughs> on a higher level than that conversation i kind of just climbed out so I, I don't know about you colin Whee! oh i'm still there Colin's still in the hole. So we'll leave Colin in the hole Bye, while Colin. me and TJ move on to Smallfoot. You want me to you want me to bring you anything? No. Um it's it's good. I got a lot of milk up here. <laughs> Why? Just I don't know, man. Go with it. All right. That, that must well, that must be what it's like on the upper level. You know what? You know what, TJ? You go get a bucket and some rope, and then I'll talk about Smallfoot and we can get the milk to, to Colin in a second. Okay. Oh, I already have the milk. Okay, well, we need to get the bucket so we can get it down to him. You're right. Okay, so Smallfoot is one of the movies that came out this coming this previous weekend. Um, and I really didn't want to like it. Um, you know, all the marketing they have like the fun little cups and the kids trays, the movie theater and the little figurines. And it's like, this just reminds me so much of like the minions and just, uh, you know, I really didn't want to like it, but what's, what studio did it? This was, I, I want to say Sony pictures, but I don't think that's correct. Uh, I need to confirm that. That sounds right to me, but granted, I really have no idea. I'm out of the hole now, by the way. You don't need to get that bucket. Oh, okay, cool. cool. It's too late. We've had the bucket the whole time. <laughs> uh, I'm going to find that answer. Oh, it was Warner um, Warner Animation. Okay. So I don't uh, remember the last wrong. movie they did, did other than like the Lego movie. Oh, come on. Didn't they do Storks or something that kind of came out around the same time as the Boss Baby? Man, I I, I wouldn't know. They're, they're one of the smaller ones. So yeah. because of that fact, I really... Oh, it was a Lego movie. Batman movie. Yeah, they did the Lego in the Lego Batman movie. So due to that, I really didn't want to like it. But watching the movie and sitting down, I like actually got pulled into the premise a little bit. You know, there's just something kind of goofy about Yetis discovering humans and having the same reaction we have to like Bigfoot, you know, and they personalized the, the, the Yetis. They have like a civilization and they all have little jobs. I mean, they're not little because they're they're big yetis. They're like more more like big jobs, but they're all really goofy. You know, they're not scary. And also, they all mysteriously have like very similar voices to a lot of really famous people. Yeah, like uh, Channing Tatum, who can sing apparently. Uh, Zendaya also has, uh, you know, some songs. She's like the like love interest or whatever. We have Common, LeBron James, Danny DeVito. There's Danny DeVito. There's Danny DeVito. So, we like, James Corden is uh, Percy, the, the main human protagonist. And I, I just, like, really bought into it. And it, not to say that, like, it was a spectacular movie, even for, like, adults to go watch, but I didn't find myself bored. Like, I, I actually liked... Maybe it was the fact that, uh, you know, the type of documentary filmmaking or like wildlife stuff that Percy does is something that I'm interested in. So perhaps I, I bought into it more because of that. But, you know, I just kind of enjoyed myself. I was like, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to, you know, this is a kid's movie, but I'm going to try and enjoy it anyways. Get and a few solid laughs. Anything noteworthy? I don't know if it was any like solid laughs. I mean, maybe some liquid laughs. Some plasma laughs. Whoa, we're good. We're getting too far into the future here. Yeah. Um, the year is also, 3022. <laughs> plasma laughs. Laughs arrive in the form of plasma. They've threatened the planet, <laughs> the world of comedy. Oh, plasma laughs. The, the world of comedy has weaponized plasma laughs. <laughs> Whoa. They get, they, get, they, get, they get Robo John Stewart to make audiences laugh to make plasma laughs. Oh, my goodness. No, that's how um, space travel is born, is plasma laughs. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, <laughs> back down the rabbit hole. Um, another no- thing I noticed, an observation I had, is that a lot of kids' movies are having like these... Or I'm going to say animated movies, because I'm mostly relating it to um, Sausage Party. But a lot of these animated movies are having like anti-religious 
uh, messages. Like, um, this is in the beginning of the movie, so I'm not really, this is like the main setup is that they had this society and they like, you know, make up this story about like mammoths are carrying the mountain that they're on. And like, that's all there is. And if you jump off, there's like nothing, which is obviously has some like religious connotations, you know, like they have, um, like a religious, uh, like priest kind of figure. And he, and he has like this robe of stones that like are obvious false facts to the audience. And like, I don't know, it's just really weird to have like this anti-religious messaging. And well, you know, the, the flat earth society has members all around the globe. It, yeah, and I guess they really wanted to strike down the flat earthers <laughs> with Smallfoot. Um, so, I mean, take that as... Oh, I'm just, I'm just thinking of, like, belief systems. Oh, know? okay. Well, take take the whole, you know, that part a- as you see it. Um, I definitely would not suggest not going to see it or taking your kids to go see it because of that. Um, I, I enjoyed it as a 22-year-old dude. I sat there and I was like, yeah, this is pretty all right, you know? Um, Channing Tatum did a good job. I liked his character. He was really goofy and stupid and naive. And then he grew a little bit. And then I was like, that's what's up. Um, (laughs) so Smallfoot, great movie to take your kids to. Um, you know, I can't say, I can't really compare it to anything recently like Peter Rabbit because I didn't see that. I can't think of the the last kids movie that I had watched. Paddington 2. Sherlock Oh, Paddington 2. And (laughs) Paddington 2 is excellent. Um, <laughs> wow! I don't even want to get into. Why it. do I know that? Uh, I, I, I didn't mean, even see it. Uh. I don't know if that's the last one, but that has definitely been one of the ones. Oh I've wait, seen you saw recently. Sergeant Stubby? Oh jeez, <laughs> Sergeant, Sergeant Stubby. So Smallfoot, if your kids are going to like wanting to watch it, you know, I'd suggest going to going to see it. Um, you won't have a terrible time as an adult going to <laughs> see it. You won't suffer. Well, like you know those kids' movies, like. I don't want to say minions because I feel like a lot of like moms really enjoy that. At least my mom does. Um, <laughs> you know those kids' movies like Sherlock Gnomes, yeah. where the, the parents just really don't enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. They, they go into the theater with their kids and they just sh- turn off pretty yeah. much. Their kid enjoys the movie. I think that uh, an adult can engage in in Smallfoot. They got some nice messages messages we've seen in like the Lego Movie before and Sausage Party, which is not a kids' movie. Please. Do not show your kids sausage party. Um, anyways, I know I'm gonna like. I don't know why I keep con- connecting it to it. It just seems really funny to connect you know, the two animated movies that are clearly meant for different audiences. Smallfoot, it was fun. Seventy uh, percent of critic and user. The only detriment that I see is that the budget was eighty million and it only made twenty three in its first weekend. So. Perhaps they'll make a lot of money in syndication um, with the sales. Or international. They might be hoping for that, too. Perhaps. And now we're going to jump into our movie lib section of the night. All right, guys. Starting with the first thing I need is a place. Maine. Cheryl. (laughs) Maine it is. Indeed. The state of Maine, mind you. Gotcha. In case you didn't know, TJ. The only difference is an E. It's not that big a deal. Neither is the state, but hey, you know. Oof. Mm. Going from there, male name. Weopard. <laughs> How do you spell that? It's spelled like shepherd, but in seven S, there's a W. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna write I'm gonna write two P's. W E P P A R D. Weopard. Weopard. There you go. Weopard. <laughs> No, it's Weppard. Guys, don't be mean to him. Uh. <laughs> he's my little microscopic friend. You can't see Weppard. him, but he's there. Going from there, adjective. I just used it going from there, segue. Um, let's, let's see. Redundant. <laughs> gotcha! <laughs> Love it. Love Got it. a same wavelength. With that laugh. Got a, got a <laughs> high five right in there. Yeah, we're... verb past tense repeating woken no it would would be it would be like repeat it would be repeated repeated well i thought you said repeating i tried to but repeated is the past what what if it was like wokened (laughs) awakened awoken i like i like awakened 
awaken. I'm gonna, I'll I'll back I'll I'll back off you, mm. Colin. I'm sorry. Awake, awakened. That's away, 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 away. What song is that? I don't know. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a verb. Stop. Here, I'll go. Okay, well, verb is the next one. Do you want to use stop? Away, away, away. Is that a verb? Yeah, okay. Stop is a verb. Stop is a verb. I don't know why. I don't know why. All right. Just stop. Stop is a name. It's It's a a noun. Anyway. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, stop was the verb, so that's going to be pretty good. Um, I need an acronym. Peter. All right, I don't. I can't think of any. So, really? Yeah. Mm, Peter's. Peter's just okay. Is the only thing. <laughs> the organization, not like the actual acronym, but. I don't, I don't think we have anything else. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm actually a registered member of Peter. People eating tasty animals, you know. <laughs> there you go. Um, Whoa! Uh, <laughs> put every. Tooth away. <laughs> that I will use. All right. All right. Put, that's what you say when a clown is smiling at you too creepy. Put every tooth away. Hey, Peter. 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 Hey, man. Hey. Peter. Hey. Peter. 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 Next one is an occupation. Mm. Husband. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> this is so goofy. Yeah, what if it was like, no, 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 that's not uh, good. Hole digger, uh, hum digger, ditch digger, humdinger. Pro- just uh, professional. <laughs> I, I feel like in, professional. I feel like professional is more like an adjective in this context, you know. Yeah, but you can be a trained professional. <laughs> I'm a professional. Wow, guys! Wow. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Okay. Plural noun. Soaps. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be squeaky clean. <laughs> Use all my soaps. I showered twice today. <laughs> okay. Um, bodily function is the last one. Oh, man. Jump. That's not a bodily function. You don't you don't do that regularly for survival. It's a function, and then you do it with your body. Okay, I don't know what else you want from me. Uh, grow. D d d digest. Decongest. Hey, I like decongest. I mean, I, I guess yeah. I guess when you get a runny nose, that's what your body's doing is decongesting your um, your. your Di- dilate sinuses. That's not. Come on, man! You were giving me crap for jump. Are you telling me your eyes dilating isn't a bodily function? Are you telling me jumping is not a bodily function? Yes, it's very deliberate. It might not be for elephants because they can't, but every other animal can jump, except whales, of course. I guess we need to get a, a like somebody who's a professional in the field. Yeah, and the field functions. of jumping. The field of bodily function. <laughs> yeah, like I, I only, unfortunately, there's not an area of medical science that deals with the body. With so. bodily function. Did you? Uh, did you find one? And did any of our ramblings fit your? I got I, your space. Um. Well, I was kind of looking for something a little plural, but I felt like I had to use decongest, so I put decongestants. Okay. All right. That's, that's not <laughs> correct. Yeah. I don't know. Is there? Is there something that you want? A little, mm. Cravings, dude. I. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. Uh, I don't know. These are like nouns. The bodily function is actually kind of hard because, like, you know, sneezing is obvious, but that's it's not exciting. You know, like I was thinking, pooping, circulating blood, but like that's not what I actually sneeze. <laughs> sneezes is gonna work here. I'm I'm gonna use that. <laughs> I'm so upset, but I have to live with it. Upsetting. The dungeon master has declared what 
it be. <laughs> so that's what's up. <laughs> yep. Okay. You got it all ready for us? I sure do. Okay, perfect. All right. I thought Night School was just okay, but the premise was good enough for a movie lib. And here's what I wrote. Main at night. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Weppard was a redundant businessman until he awakened his place of employment. <laughs> okay. It's, it's like a spiritual event. In order, to, in order to stop his girlfriend, Weppard must attend Maine at night in order to get his PETA certificate. <laughs> it's the only way to stop her. She has six of the seven Chaos Emeralds. Someone has to foil her nefarious plans. This will let him to be a, to be a professional. Unfortunately, his pe- <laughs> <laughs> to be a professional. <laughs> Unfortunately, his peers are a bunch of soaps. And the- <laughs> I'm thinking like Bath and Body Works soaps. <laughs> got like watermelon breeze and like beach breath. <laughs> <laughs> These are my favorite soaps from Bath and Body Works. <laughs> In a watermelon breeze. <laughs> what if you switch the two? Watermelon breath and beach breeze. Yeah, that would make no, more no, sense. No, 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 no. That's exactly what they are. <laughs> what about mysterious orange fluid? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go back to those ends to try. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, his peers are a bunch of soaps, and the lead mascot isn't much better as she is extremely fed up. For those in search of a few good sneezes, be sure to see. <laughs> oh man! Oh god! I love I'm main so school. allergic to good comedy. <laughs> be sure to see Nightmane. Nightmane. All right, good All work, right. everyone. Obligatory. Oh, yay! 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 Good job oh, on those goodness. words. All right, son. I want to thank our audience contributors. Thank you, Jeff, for sending in Fed Up, and oh, thank good you, job, Jeff, and thank you, Ellie, for sending in Mascot. Oh, good those job, Those are Ellie. real good, and we appreciate them. Perfect. And if you want to participate in next week's movie libs, you can follow us on Twitter. Beyond the Real on Twitter, we tweet out the words right at showtime, so you can all participate. Um, and also. Uh, we tweet out mini reviews. So in case you can't wait until the Tuesday after the movie comes out, you can follow us on Twitter. Check what we think of the movie so you can get better informed on what you want to see. Uh, each if weekend. you just got to know, you got to know, you, you know. Indeed. Yeah. We post those sometimes on occasion. Also, I want to mention that TJ has taken over the, the Twitter partially. So, um, yeah, I'm there. So if you see some crazy stuff going on. He's a maniac. Probably CJ. He's a maniac. Maniac on Twitter. Yeah. I'm that. So anyways, uh, we finished with our movie. (laughs) We just finished with our movie lib, and now we're going to jump into what is coming out this coming weekend. And one of them, one of the bigger movies this fall is going to be Venom, starring Tom Hardy. So what do you guys think about this movie so far? I'm very skeptical of Venom. Okay. Wow. All right. I think it's going to be cool. That's usually what I say about every Marvel movie, and I'm usually right, so, you know. Well, I mean, it's it pays to, to mention that it's a Sony movie partnered with Marvel. Oh. Just like Homecoming. That's interesting. But the difference is that supposedly this one is not actually set in the cinematic universe. That's very interesting. Yeah, because okay. otherwise we'd be watching it and be like, where the heck are the Avengers? <laughs> oh, wait, half... Of them are really excited to be in the next movie. It's uh, been like it's been like half a year. Everybody's seen the memes. Uh, Everybody's seen some, the five guys to two and a half men memes. <laughs> some guys, some people have not. TJ, yeah, well, um, Char- Charlie Sheen didn't feel so good, you know. Anyways, <laughs> he's referencing. I know. The movie. I just don't understand. At two and a anyway. half men. Okay. Just, oh wow! I'm an idiot. Carry on. <laughs> Go on and, going an, down a level, you're TJ. Not, you're not an idiot, TJ. I am if I'm on this level. Yeah, man. It's just inherent to that level. You guys got any milk up there? <laughs> no, you already tossed too much down to Colin. I already drank it all. The milk is all down here in my tum-tum. Okay, move on. Don't let me Don't let me distract from talking uh, about Venom. So, Venom, yeah. Uh, I am also very skeptical. Uh, the, la- the last trailer that I watched um, had a lot more of Venom as like a full character. And I think that the effects 
from what I've seen, look really, really bad. Uh, like, he looks super rubbery. You know, feel like he's, um, you know, Inspector Gadget with his little rubbery arms. You know, he's like, go, go, Gadget. Ar- go, go, symbiote Yeah, arm. go, go, symbiote. Dude, that rhymes really well. <laughs> go, go, Gadget. I'm rubber, bl- I'm rubber man. Rubber just, boy. Just rolls right off the tongue. You the know? rubber band. Man. I don't know the rest of the song. Go, go, Gadget. My tongue is extremely long. Rubber band. Man. Anyways, <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Inspector Go Go Symbiote. Um, so, yeah, I think the effects look really bad. Um, I watched Spider-Man 3 with uh, James Franco being Venom. No, he's uh, he's not Venom. No. No, he's not. He's uh, the Green Goblin. New Goblin. The Green, the green Go- Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the the venom in that uh, in that movie looked way better than what I've seen from this new one. So he's the green gobbler because he eats money. <laughs> Spider Man's like, I'll stop you this time, green gobbler. And he's at the bank and he's like, I've got all the money. I want pictures of green gobbler. <laughs> I want gobble man. So stop. Anyways, uh, venom. You know, also from what I've seen from the Eddie Brock character, at least from Spider-Man 3, the way that he's characterized there, I feel like Tom Hardy doesn't really fit this role. We'll have to see and watch the movie for ourselves and like determine if that portrayal of Eddie Brock matches the character and the actor, Tom Hardy. But I think Tom Hardy has proven himself to really not be one of those guys that phones it in for when he gets like big blockbuster roles. I think his... Uh... Well, I guess his biggest blockbuster role was Bane, and he was terrific in that. His mm-hmm. next blockbuster role was Mad Max in Fury Road, and I thought he was terrific in that. I think I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to take away from Tom Hardy. Oh no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the stuff that we've seen that I've seen of him in the trailers is like really awkward. Kind of, he's just like, yeah, I got a, I got a parasite. You, you know, it's, it's, it's real bad. It's just tough being me sometimes. Uh, it doesn't. Even it's look- hard being. Tom oh, Hardy. Oh, oh I <laughs> Tom Hardly in the in the movie, you know. Um, I I'd Tom hope Hardly not. He's the, the star. <laughs> jokes. Oh yeah. I think uh, I think Venom. Aside from the effects not looking that good, the design, the character design of Venom is about everything that you could ask for. That's it, true. Can I it get act- a design, character design of Venom? Well, well, I got everything I asked for. <laughs> honestly. Um, you know, in Spider-Man 3, it just looks like the Spider-Man costume, and then the head is different. Yeah. So, like, I guess it didn't take that much effort to make that happen. And this one, obviously, it takes a lot of effort to make. Oh, I'm sure they got him in happen. the full mocap suit and everything to, yeah. have him, to have him do that. And they portray Venom as much more like a hulking, huge figure that's really overpowering when he's around normal people. I don't really know what the movie's about. Honestly, I don't I don't know a bunch about the plot of it. Mm-hmm. But my main concern and the reason that I'm skeptical is that I think this movie is coming from the wrong place. Maybe maybe I've said this before. I think it's kind of coming from the same place that the mummy starring Tom Cruise came from, which is not wanting to tell a story but instead wanting to start a franchise and mm-hmm. that's their first objective. And I really haven't seen any movie with the need to be a franchise as its first as its first and foremost thing actually end up being successful you mean man of steel that was that's no that's that's actually that's actually different because man of steel was written and directed and shot in a time in a pre avengers world so they didn't actually know that it was going to be a cinematic universe starter when they were making it but after it came out they were like okay well this is what we got. Let's. This is uh, where we have to start. This is uh, this is where we be. So let's let's do it. Um, but Venom. But Venom doesn't come from a place of actually wanting to tell a an interesting story about the character. It seems to me, Sony has been trying to push pretty heavily for a bunch of years. Its spinoff plans, especially when the Amazing Spider-Man movies were out, they were doing all kinds of teasing about the Sinister Six movie, and oh, there might be an Aunt May's a spy movie. Uh, and just a bunch of really weird stuff, and they're they're trying so hard to do something with the Spider-Man properties that they own. Yeah, 
And I mean, they made a video game, which was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, I think. I haven't played it. Still is pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. Which is about the the best thing that I can say about Venom at the moment. It it looks pretty cool. I'm not I'm not particularly interested. I know Venom is really popular. I just not not super into it. Also, with some of the really dark humor and some of the suggested violence I've seen in like different features and trailers, I really wish this movie was rated R. Me too. I know it would restrict the, you know the potential of money, which is well, why make a movie if you can't make money? But I think in order for this character to really shine, you know, he's anti-hero or villain, really, whichever ends up being the case. I feel like really just kind of go hard with the the rated R. Um, you know, the only movies that they've done are like Deadpool movies that are, are rated R. And... Um, Logan, which was spectacular. Logan was a great movie. So, like, it's been proven that they can make rated R superhero movies. Why did they not trust themselves to do that? Not only rated R superhero, rated R, like, extremely profitable superhero movies. Yeah. Deadpool, I I'm, I could be wrong, but I really think Deadpool is the highest grossing worldwide rated R release ever. Yeah. But it's also got a comedy element to it in addition to the action, so it brings in... The the people that are looking for some laughs as well as some kicks and punches and cool stuff. But when Venom got his own solo series at Marvel in the early 90s, it fell under their mature imprint. Because that's that just seemed... It seemed then that they understood what direction they had to take the character in was a, kind of an edgier and darker direction. Yeah. And I, th- I remember reading an interview about... Mm, it, they they interviewed somebody involved with the movie about why it was rated PG-13. And he said, oh, it was actually always going to be rated PG-13. And what that's, a bad decision. So, that's so disappointing. That's really disappointing to me. Considering the different scenes that I've seen with the dark humor, all of them reference the fact that Venom is going to, like, dismember someone or eat their face off or eat their organs. It's like, how can a movie use that kind of humor effectively if it's PG-13? It can't. It's like teasing something and then they don't follow through with it. Yeah, well, they're they're pretty good at that. It, it's so, like I Sony's, can't even, Sony's pretty good at that. Yeah, I can't even respect the movie going in knowing that it's like not even going to follow through with that that type of humor. No, it's just it it really it really kind of puts a bad taste in my mouth even before I go into the theater, and I'm and I wish that didn't happen because I want to go into it with little expectations mm-hmm. and at the moment i don't i don't have any which is different from expecting it to be bad and i'm hoping to keep that no expectations coming in yeah we'll definitely have to work hard to have a clean slate when we go and see this movie for sure but that's venom uh we tore it apart for about five to seven minutes but i think i'm still like you know excited to see what comes of it despite all that and then the only the only other movie that's coming this weekend is A Star is Born, starring Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, which I didn't know Lady Gaga was interested in, in acting at all. She starred in a season of American Horror Story recently. Did she really? I had no idea. Yeah, I th- as far as I know, that was her like acting debut and it was on TV. Apparently she played like some really creepy villain. And oh oh, it's Lady Gaga playing something weird. I'm not surprised that she can pull it off, you know. But um, this is very different than American Horror Story. I don't I don't know a whole lot about the story of this movie. I think it's I think it's entirely fictitious. Cause, it is because yeah. at no point in the trailer did I see based on a true story or anything like that. Um. Oh yeah, she was in. Um, I'm trying to see what season of. American Horror Story. This is 2016, so whichever season that was, 2015 to 2016. She was in a lot of episodes. She was wow. in she was in, in that show quite a bit. Wow. Okay. I didn't I didn't know how long she was in. I just knew that I just knew that she was in it, you know. So but hmm. a lot of people are really excited about this movie. Um you know, it's a story about um a young singer finding her voice and uh finding the confidence to 
go out there and sing her own original stuff. And, you know, it's the like a love story between Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. You know, weird thing about me is I'm I've been a musician for more of my life than I haven't. Mm-hmm. But I'm not super into music movies because a lot of the times they revolve around like show business and the aspect of like publicity and how being a star musician changes your life and things like that. And that's not super what I'm into. And this movie seems like it's going to kind of fall that way. Yeah. That being said, I've liked Bradley Cooper ever since I saw him in American Sniper. And I am neutral about Lady Gaga. So I don't have, I don't have any expectations about her. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'm, I'll see this. And if it's, if it's pleasantly surprising, kind of like, kind of like, oh man, I, I saw that. I saw that country music one last last semester. Mm. I can only imagine. Oh, I, I yeah. saw that. I saw that one last semester, and I was pleasantly surprised with that. So maybe this could maybe this could be similar. I don't have any expectations for this. The only music movie I've ever seen that I liked was that thing you do, and that's because it was based in the '60s and it was really charming and uh, other stuff. Nice. But, but I feel like this has got to have a good story as well, you know? Because of course, Lady Gaga is going to be awesome in singing. I don't know. You know, oh, she's, Bradley Cooper she's, is. Do you do you know some stuff about Lady Gaga? She's actually like a classically trained vocalist. She has pipes for days. That's cool. Yeah, I guess we'll see that in full spotlight with uh, Stars Born. Cool. So we'll have to see that. It is rated R. A lot of movies out in the theater right now that are rated R. Interestingly enough, so if you're young and you're interested in seeing this, sorry, you're gonna have to bring a parent or something. So. Um, on to some news stories. We got quite a few, so we're going to rifle through a lot of them. Uh, the first of which was the newest Venom trailer was released this past week. Um, at least I saw it during Sunday Night Football a couple days ago. Um, if you haven't seen that, you can check our Twitter. Um, also, um, Tom Hardy in an interview mentioned that 40 minutes, his favorite 40 minutes of the movie were cut from the final, from the final feature. That's unfortunate. I don't... I don't know the running time of Venom, though. I don't know how long it actually is. I just had it up. I think it's under two hours. Serious? I, I think so. I mean, I'd have to look it up really quick. Mm. I mean, the last the last big superhero movie that had a studio mandate its runtime be under two hours was Justice League. Yes, and, it is under two hours. And that didn't end all that well for Warner Brothers. Yeah, man... Yeah, I mean, it's also a pacing thing. I mean, Black Panther, I think the first cut was like four hours long or something like that. So, you know, I, it, it is it can be good, but the fact that Tom Hardy had this notion of where he wanted the Venom character and the story to go and that that part was cut, is, it says something. Not sure what, but... It's a shame when you think that this studio is always going to win out, but at the end of the day, they are the ones that make the movie actually possible to produce. And the ones that lose out when it does poorly. Yep. So, um, Lego Movie trailer for the second movie. I saw this recently in the theater. I didn't know that there was a trailer out. Um, I'm pretty excited. I love the first one. See where the the next one goes. Uh, Next news story, 8th Grade, uh, Bo Burnham's movie that we've talked about a couple times, is receiving worldwide distribution. So, that's pretty neat. A lot of people are going to get to see that movie. And the final little bit of news is that the Dark Phoenix first look into the movie um the trailer for that was released recently as well going one step back i remember you saying that you really liked eighth grade yes you saw it in the alamo draft house didn't you Mm -hmm. yeah i'll have to check that out when it comes our way yeah so that was our news story and then we're gonna cap off the show with um our movie showcase for the week which is an extremely goofy movie released in 2000 with the goof troop you know, Goofy and then Max Goof. Also, it isn't Goofy have like a first name because like Goof is the last name. Oh yeah, isn't it like Xavier Goofy? Are you actually serious? <laughs> is no. His name, okay. No. It sounds like it. That would be what they'd choose though. Something like that. Xavier Goof. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is the second Goofy movie that was released around our childhood days. I, I mean, I was four when this was released. Um, but I mean, Max goes to college and his dad, his dad follows comes, it. Comes to- <laughs> it just, hey, it, fellow kids, 
it's super funny uh, seeing it as like a little kid and be like, wow, that's what college is going to be like. My dad's going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> also, the, everybody's like super like there, there's a lot of. There's a lot of jerks in the, their portrayal of college. Yeah, a lot of movies portray like college that. like high school, where yeah. there's like bullies and cliques and everything. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not like that. People it's not are just like that at like, all. Oh, hey, your dad's here. That's yeah, cool. <laughs> honestly, if if someone's dad actually showed up and he was cool, like with his son, I think it could work out. You he know, showed up on a skateboard, everybody'd be like, "Well, that's your dad." Whoa, the X Games, bro! Because <laughs> huh, like the, the end of this, the end of this movie, they're in the X Games together, and like. <laughs> His dad joins the bad team, and like that's the whole story. Is that like they have an argument, and he joins the bad team, you know, like the evil team, not the like the bad team. Oh, yeah. So his Max's dad, Goofy, joins the evil team. <laughs> Goofy Senior looks like Goofy's gonna take on the role of the bad guy this time around. Wow. <laughs> so uh, this is the second one. The first one was also really good. I mean, that one was really heartfelt. I love that movie. Also, what was that one like pop artist in the first movie? Does anyone remember his name? <laughs> oh, um, you know, like was it know, Andy Warhol? Andy, <laughs> I don't think it was it Andy Warhol. Uh, um, darn. But I've, both I've, of these movies are fun. Well, you just said pop artist, and that was Powerline. Powerline wow, is I, the name of it. Well, wow, I was I was not even close with Andy Warhol. Man, he was that's, the coolest. He was... An extremely Warhol movie. <laughs> Warholly, sorry. Oh man. Anyways, uh, extremely goofy movie. Man, it it was fun. Both of these movies are fun. If you get a chance to rewatch them, um, man, I don't know. It's just like the disco themes and like how colleges. It, it would be especially funny for a current college student to watch this. I think so. Yeah. There's also the one guy who's like looking at his hands, and he's like. <laughs> You guys think it's weird that we're, like, always wearing gloves? <laughs> yeah, he does say that. He's really woke. <laughs> Hashtag woke in 2000. Yeah. So that's what's up. That Yeah, that's the cheese guy, too. He's spray cheese, dude. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, he, he is a great character. Oh, man. Okay, so anyways, that's it for Beyond the Real right here. I'm out 91.5 for the night. Capping with the movie showcase. Um... Thank you all for listening. Um, as usual, you can follow us on Twitter for updates. And tune in next week at 9 p.m. on Mountain 91.5 for more Beyond the Real, more of the craziness. You can join our level here. <laughs> yeah. Tune your radio to our level. <laughs> it's bad. I'm going to force it at this We're point. We're all on level 100. So better better start start making progress because you got a lot of catching up to do to get to one hundred. That's the that's the biggest number. Now I think we're on level ninety one five. Hey oh, man, you got me. Got him, TJ. Go back go back down a level. I'm already at kiss. level one hundred. That's where I thought we all were. <laughs> all right, so that'll do for the night. Uh, thank you all for listening, and also thank you for our audience contributors that contributed the words for the movie libs and. Unless you guys have anything to say about it, we're going to sign off. That's what's up. Have a great night, everyone. (laughs) 